We're coming to you live from the Capitol today. That's right. News and Views and the News and Views Radio Network uh, is out here, and we're talking corporate farming, uh, and we're talking about what's happening uh, with House Bill 1371. I just wanted you to hear from farmers, uh, from ranchers, from individuals that are out there uh, raising cattle, for example, like Rhonda Trainer uh, from Cogswell. That's home country for me. She and uh, Kevin uh, farm and they have a permitted cattle feedlot. And here's here's the, the hook with Rhonda, why I'm anxious to talk to her. They're a first-generation farmer. Uh, her and Kevin said, let's do this, and they did. And, and now they're doing it, and they're kind of getting undercut here a little bit. Rhonda, good to have you on News and Views. Good morning. Describe to people what it was like uh, as a family to put a farm together without without any ancestors handing it down, without any of that, but just saying, look, this is what we want to do as individuals. <laughs> well, I don't know if we were just naive or crazy or a combination of both, but uh, we uh, just decided that we wanted a farm and uh, we're going to try and figure out a way to do it. And we were lucky enough to find a bachelor that was willing to take a risk on us and rent us some land. And we, we purchased uh, 175 of his cows. And um, long story short, we kind of have made it work from there. So. Okay. How many cattle are you raising now, Rhonda? Uh, we have about 220 uh, cow-calf operation. Okay. And then we, we also have a, a permitted feedlot. Uh, and, and, uh, and my point is it did work is the reason I'm asking that question. Yes. Yeah, it did work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, didn't go without its headaches and things like that, of course. But, you know, we get two determined German Russians in the in the room. We're going to try and make it work. <laughs> I like that. I like it a lot. Uh, <laughs> the other part is people think that you can't start, you know, but you sure can't start if the people next to you have access to and, and if China's buying up the land and, and if people are starting to categorize what you do raising that beef as though you're not farming. I mean, Rhonda, tell me when you heard about this bill, what your first reaction was to it. Well, my first reaction is if we're not farming or ranching, I'm not sure what we're doing. Um, we're raising food and, uh, you know, the definition of, of farming and ranching to me is raising food, raising meat um, for the consumer. Uh, so I'm not sure what we would be doing if we weren't farming and ranching. And just the concerns, again, you know, they keep bringing this to us every session. It seems some form of trying to open up the corporate farming bill. Um you know, at one point, at what point do we just, you know, you you get tired of it. Um, but hopefully we can hang on to our our anti-corporate ownership of land. Um, other states and other farmers from other states are, are you know, jealous that we still have this uh, bill. So we're hoping we can hang on to this. Even, you know, we want to we wanna pass our farm and ranch on to the next generation. And, and it's hard enough, you know, just competing with neighbors, uh, let alone corporate. How do you see this putting you at risk? <sighs> well, you know, when you have other people with big pockets and buying up, you know, even if it's just 160 acres, as they say it would be um, next to you, we have to compete with that. And, you know, our landlords, and we have to keep them happy and, you know, 
it's just tough. It's just tough to come up with that kind of money to compete. So what what are your thoughts in regards to the, the arguments that they're making, the individuals that want this corporate farming bill passed, whether it be the, the governor or Doug Goring, the ag commissioner, or, you know, the, the, you know, the, the organizations that you're out there fighting. I mean, what, what are your thoughts there? Because these are your neighbors. These are your elected officials. Well, I'm just not really sure what, I mean, I'm not sure about the hog industry and the poultry industry. I'm just not sure what they really are going after. It's, the proposal is kind of vague. Um, I I don't know what kind of loopholes it would open up. I'm not a tax specialist, um, that kind of stuff. So I'm just not sure. I think we need to dig into it more and see what what the consequences of this proposal would be. Well, I, I looked at it, and i got to tell you, near as I can tell, and somebody that supports this thing is going to have to explain where I'm wrong, but it does say that you're not going to be a farmer. I mean, th- th- when it comes to your beef operation, it, it doesn't fall under the category of agriculture. And, and so thereby it does put you in a position where uh, the the person running the feedlot right next to you could be uh, China. And, you know, it doesn't say that they can't rent uh, all the land they want after that and raise the hay that they want to compete against you as well. And and that's just the case, Rhonda. That's what I'm looking at. I, yeah, it's it's the scary part of it that the, all the unknowns and and uh, yeah, and we're out there working and we're doing the work and we're happy to do the work. It's just you know, I think our our own farmers and ranchers, we can do the work if we you know we have few challenges, uh, weather, labor, and you know access to processing. You know, so. Well, let's talk about that, because that's part of the argument, Rhonda, they're making, you know, uh, against um, me, uh, who is opposing this corporate farming bill. Uh, Rhonda Trainer is our guest from Cogswell. She and her husband, Kevin, have her permitted cattle feedlot. They started from nowhere uh, with the help, as she said, of a bachelor farmer out there that said, I want to see some young people succeed when it comes to agriculture when it comes to farming which is exactly what she's doing uh Rhonda, when when you look at it as a whole and, and the people make the argument against uh, you and others who are pushing back they're saying look this will finally get us into uh not the the production side when it comes to the beef but the production side when it comes to what goes in the store that we'll get that packing plant here in North Dakota that we so desperately want and need, and, and same thing with hogs. What, what are your thoughts on that argument? Well, you know, we're we're willing to produce, and we love our job, and we love what we do. Um, it's, when we have to haul um, our finished beef all the way to Nebraska, you know, to, to get processed, it cuts into quite a bit of our profits. Um, so... And then, uh, you know, your yield and your grade of your cattle are are less, too, because of the distance and the amount of time on a truck and stuff like that. Um, Demcota came into Aberdeen, and that's helped us out a lot. Um, you can't consistently get your animals in as easy as, you know, probably into Nebraska. Uh, we don't always finish beef um, just because of that fact. It's just a little harder to market. Yeah. And it's just the distance. Well, and and your you, this young farm 
in, in, in <laughs> these young egg producers in Cogswell are now going to lock horns with about as big as what you can. Hey, Rhonda, I got this text message, and I want you to listen to how it ends. I think that's important, too. It said, uh, House Bill 1371, you know what, Joel? We don't need Smithfield and all those big conglomerates owning the land and enslaving our people. I won't knowingly buy Smithfield products and get my beef from a rancher at Richerton. Slaughter at 701 Meats in Belfield. Uh, maybe our cowardly legislators should engage our budget surplus for the true economic development. The legislature is filled with hypocrites, Joel, and I'm a conservative. <laughs> so, so my point, my point in saying that, Rhonda, and reading the the back end of that is that he's mad. He knows he can get beef produced right here. He knows oh. where he can go to the the butcher plant and get it. I mean, your beef is better, Rhonda. That's just the truth. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> we work hard on it. Um, yeah. and, and that's frankly what we need is we need people to get mad. We need people to get involved. Uh, you know, us ranchers and farmers, we're out producing and sometimes these things are just another thing for us to tackle that we don't really have time to do. And we do take time to do it. Um, but you know, they're tired of hearing from us. They think it's all the same story, the same story. What we do need is people from the cities, people from, you know, everywhere that care about how their food is raised and who owns our land in our state. We need them to be, you know, contacting our legislators and, and getting mad about this. They, they bring this up every session, and it's always in some little different form. And um, I don't see really what's wrong with how we how we farm here. I, so it's just, yeah, that's yeah. good. I'm glad to hear people are getting upset about it. <laughs> Rhonda, raising that beef out there, you didn't wake up and say, man, I hope I get to be on the radio someday. Uh, but yet you're willing to do this. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. So uh, what you just said is is right. They've got to contact their legislators. Uh, they've got to tell them. Yeah, uh, and it does it does make a difference when they contact them. Uh, they do get back to you and they do hear your voice. And if enough people, you know, stand up for it, they get a little worried. So yeah. that's what After, we need to do. After you and Kevin get done doing chores and you sit down for supper tonight and you look at each other, I want you to just look at each other and say, you know what? We're not farmers anymore. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> because that's what this bill you tell tells you tell my kids to. that, they'll go crazy. We're trying to work in a couple of our sons, so they won't think that's a very good idea. So. <laughs> the boys are going to get a little mad about that, you're telling me, huh? Yeah, we'll have to ruffle their feathers. <laughs> you bet. Rhonda, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you for all you do. You bet. Rhonda Trainer, ladies and gentlemen, from Cogswell.